Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Hurd. We are still continuing in the Suited for Battle series, mini-series. Um, all of these episodes are being recorded and released all at once, so you guys can kind of just binge listen. Um, it is just some really good um, teaching that is going a little bit deeper than the original sermon suited for battle ready for war and so again this was just something that I wanted to get out there because as I um, had the opportunity to release the sermon there was just so many teachable moments in there that the time would not allow me to give and so um, just I'm so grateful for this platform to be able to just get on here and go deeper with you guys um, so again this is a teachable moment and this is a teachable series it's just a little bit um, a little bit more for you guys and if you're anything like me if you're one who loves to apply the word to your life then this series is for you and if you know anybody else who lives such a lifestyle then this series is for them too so be sure to connect them with this series so today's topic um, we are going to talk about part the part of the um, sermon where we started talking about girding our hearts and our minds. Um, for those of you who follow along on our social media, you may have seen the short clips that talk about um, just how we are instructed to fix our minds on things that are good, things that are worthy, things that will keep um, positivity flowing, things that will glorify the king, things that are going to keep us heading in that place of purpose, um, away from things that are going to hold us down. And that works both for our minds and our hearts, releasing pain, stress, releasing things that we've um, kind of held onto for quite some time that has begun to weigh us down on this journey. Um, this is what this this message is all about. We're just going to dive a little bit deeper. And so let's let's start off with a prayer and get right into this teaching. So Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, first and foremost, we just ask for forgiveness. We ask that you forgive us for anything said, done, thought of that is unpleasing to you, Lord God. We ask that you forgive us for every mistake that was made that we did not come to you in repentance of. Father God, we ask that you just remind us of what that word repentance means, Lord God, so that we are not just seeking to say that um, we, we need help from turning away from this thing, but that we are asking for your help to help us turn away from this thing, saying that we are never going back to. It. So God, I'm asking that you just fully have your way in our lives in that area, Lord God. Show us, teach us, Lord God, the ways that belong to you. Show us, Lord God, our wrongs so that we can keep in mind and in heart that that is not things that we ought to continue to dwell in. Father God, I'm asking right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you give us things to fill our minds with. Give us things to flood our hearts with that will turn us away from our wicked ways, that will turn us away from the things Things that go against our purpose that will turn us away from the ways that the enemy has planted out or plotted out for us to dwell in. God, I'm just saying, have your way, have your way, have your way. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Gird your hearts and minds. So back in um, 
back in this Bible time, if you will, they used to have this saying, they would say, gird your loins. And they knew that any time that was ever said, it was a call to hurry up and get ready for an immediate action. They knew that the next activity that was gonna take place, it was a serious activity. It was a serious encounter. They knew they were gonna go up against some things where they couldn't or didn't have room for anything to be out of place or out of whack. And so all the loose ends of, of their clothings, like their tunics or their cloaks or the mantles, all the loose ends that they had, they would have to tuck it into this wide belt that was around their waist and or their midsection. And most of the time, they would tuck things that were necessary in there. So all the loose ends and then on top of that, the necessities. So they would, you know, put like if they had anything such as like daggers or money or anything that they needed to carry along the way, that is where they would actually tuck it. And these things were things that were going to be useful for the journey or useful for this next um, activity that they were coming up against. And so I thought that. Uh, as I was studying, I thought that it was amazing how the Lord brought to my mind that just as they would tuck away all loose ends because they knew they couldn't have anything out of whack. They knew they couldn't have anything that would hold them down or hinder them. He reminded me that that's how we should be as followers of Christ. Like in order to wear or be fully suited in the armor of God, we need no loose ends. We have to understand that the enemy is at war with us day in and day out. And so we need to make sure that our minds are girded. The word gird alone is to prepare oneself for something difficult or challenging. So anytime you come across that word, if you will, you, I mean, it's, it's a word that's really not used that often nowadays, but if you're ever thinking about being fully dressed in the armor of God, if you're ever thinking or just doing that checklist to make sure you are where you ought to be, then take into consideration that word gird is bold. It's letting you know that preparation is necessary. It's letting you know that you need to prepare for difficult and challenging times. And so what does that mean? I believe that that's telling us that finding ourselves resting in the word of God, whether we are understanding what we are reading in the moment or whether we are um, just in the midst of where word or where encouragement or where things that can be used in the midst of the battlefield are being launched around us in the atmosphere is being is being. Um, available to us. We need to understand that we have to fix our minds on those things. There's been so many times in my life where, especially recently, more recently than before, but because of recently, I was able to recognize how it's happened previously. But there's been so many times where 
I found myself in seasons where it was time for me to store up and not store up foods and, and not store up, you know, things that I need that are tangibles, but store up things that I would need for the inside of me. And and looking at it now, I store up a word. Like sometimes I will fall asleep literally with prayers in my headphones that are stuck into my ears. Sometimes I will fall asleep to some of my favorite preachers preaching or some of the beautiful sermons that they're releasing. Sometimes I will literally just turn, I would go in my studio and turn on um, one of my favorite preachers or, or um, the messengers of the word, if you will, and I would just listen to her just speak over and over, even some of the very same messages that she has already spoken. I would just listen to them play over and over and over and over. And as they're playing, I feel like pieces are just coming together and they're storing in the inside of me. And I believe that when I'm listening to them, that they're being stored for, for a, a time when I will need them most. The same way you store up for famine or the same way you store up for um, disaster that, that you hear maybe come into our land is the same way we must store up on the word of God. The same way we must store up um, on, on the things that are necessary in God. Even if we are not using them at that moment or in that season, it is important that we are always ready with a word, always ready with a word of battle on our hearts, in our minds. It's so important that we don't forsake the times where we feel like, oh, well, I don't really understand or can't really comprehend what's going on right now, so I'm just going to stop reading. Like Sometimes it's important that you rest right there in that place and continue to get that word in, continue to read, finish reading that chapter, continue to finish listening to that prayer, continue to keep going to those Wednesday night prayer calls or those first of the month prayer gatherings or those um, fasts that a lot of people I see now are doing fast in the beginning of every month, like the first three days. Um, whatever that thing is that you have feel that you feel as though you've been very consistent in, but you've went through dry points where it's like, is it really working? Am I really getting anything? Like, yes, understand that those are very pivotal moments in your life, and you are probably getting more in those times than you get when you know that you're gaining. And I say that because there's gonna be times that you are, that the enemy will launch an attack on you and you will speak out of your mouth with boldness, words that you did not even know that you knew. You will speak scriptures that you don't even remember reading. You will say prayers that will have you looking at yourself like, I didn't even know I can pray like that. But it's only in these moments that we are spending quality, intimate times with God, whether we understand something is taking place or not, that we will be able to store the goodness of which he has for us. So gird your mind, prepare your mind for something difficult, prepare your mind for a challenge, prepare your mind for the thing that might try to sneak up on you in the middle of the night, prepare your mind for battle, know that it is coming, know that it will come, know that you are not exempt, know that no matter what you've heard or you said that's going against this very teaching, know that I am only speaking to you from a place of truth and that it is important that you remain ready. 
you remain ready. I mean, one of one of the very um, pieces of armor that we continuously talk about through each and every clip is just the readiness, right? We talk about the readiness that we ought to rest in, the readiness that we are supposed to stand in, the readiness of, of spreading, being able to spread the good news, even the, the, the readiness that we are supposed to dwell in knowing that a time is coming, knowing that even if that time isn't our time, meaning like that time isn't for us, that somebody is going to call with the problem, somebody you're connected to, somewhere, some atmosphere that you're going to go into is going to need the very thing that you have stored. I don't care if, I don't care what's going on in this life, in this world. We can never do it alone. We can never do this thing called life alone. And anytime we try to do it alone, we are lacking in the field of readiness. We are lacking in the field of preparation. We are lacking in the field of, of flourishment, in the field where we gain everything that we need for the battle. And so again, I say be encouraged to gird your hearts, be encouraged to gird your mind. And there was another small clip that I left on our social media pages where I was talking about girding your, your, your hearts, preparing your hearts. Because listen, if you live long enough, as the older people say, if you live long enough, you will face some things or see some things that you've never expected to face nor see. You'll begin to witness how things just go in circles. You will begin to see that you are not exempt from anything. You will begin to understand that heartbreak is only around the corner. You will begin to see that backstabbers are looking you dead in your face. You will begin to see that hurt really does exist. You will begin to understand that there's a point in love that you will find falsehood because there's no love that measures to the love of God. You will begin to see that you can not live this life alone without God. You will begin to see everything that you thought you once knew and had is nothing when you enter into the presence of God because he teaches us everything that we thought we knew in a brand new way and it gives life and light to everywhere we go. And so it is so important, it is so, so important that we safeguard the very necessary things that he has given us to keep guard of, our, our thought process, our helmet of salvation is so critical. It is such a critical piece because we know or have heard, and if neither one, then you hear today that the enemy is a thought caster. He is one who, who gives us our way of thinking in negative light when, when it present when it's presented to us in such darkness that is not of god any time there is something that goes against purpose that goes against greatness that goes against growth it's not coming from God. It's not coming from the heavenly army. It's not coming from any angels that's connected to our master. It's, it's coming from a darkness. It's coming from a place that wants to see us defeated. And we have to understand that it is in that place that if we are not prepared, we will fail. And that's not what God has for us. So I say to you, my friends, I say to you, 
Gird your mind. Gird your heart. How is it that you can do these things? Of course, by entering into his presence. Of course, by remaining in prayer. How is it that you can do these things? Find yourself on a stream of consistency. Find yourself going when you feel like you shouldn't go that night. And I'm not saying going against the spirit when the spirit is telling you not to move, but I'm saying going against the enemy when he's telling you don't meet in prayer tonight. I'm saying going against the enemy when he's saying you're too tired to give God time today. I'm saying going against the, the, the thing that seems like it's so strong or bold inside of you that is trying to make you give up right before your moment of victory. Be consistent, stand firm, be strong. Read, read everything that he has given you to read. If you need help finding areas or words to strengthen your mind, we have Google available to us. Go to Google and type in just the, the very thing that you're looking for, ask Google, what are scriptures that can lead me to, you know, peace, joy, happiness? What are scriptures that can lead me to wholeness? What are scriptures that go against sickness? What are scriptures that can help build me up? What are scriptures that help me in the midst of my fast? And I'm telling you, there is a beautiful platform there that will give you everything, the, a, a perfect guideline to help you be able to find the words to store up on. So be encouraged, friends, to get yourself in a place. Get yourself fitted tightly in a place where you are storing up so much of God's word, so much of God's wisdom, so much of his insight and discernment that you can stand in the midst of a battle. That through it all, you will be able to witness pure victory. Tuck in all those loose thoughts. Store up all the ones that will be needed. Cut away every bit of pain in your heart. Don't allow it to drain you till you're weak. A healthy heart leads to a healthy life. The Bible says that it's literally from our heart. It's literally the things from our heart that flow out of the mouth. So if evil is the only thing that is flowing from your mouth, if murder and adultery, if theft and falsehood if slander is the only thing flowing from your heart, find yourself back at the altar. Find yourself back in the throne room. Find yourself back at the foot of God so that he can help remold and shape your heart. So that he can help prune every branch that needs to be broken so he can strip away every piece of fruit that is molded. And he can begin to breathe and plant new life in you. And so that no matter what you come up against, 
you'll win every time. That's all I have for you today, friends. Gird your hearts. Gird your minds. 